Hey, Wonderfuls, welcome to episode 531 of the JV Club with my boy of summer, Tom Lum. Tom is one of the co-hosts of the Marvelous Max Fun podcast, Let's Learn Everything. And this was a very, very special, you know, let's just go back to those 80s sitcoms I keep hearing about and yet somehow can't remember uh, when they're like, it's a very special episode of the JV Club. Uh, but it is, and you'll absolutely hear why very quickly into the episode, and Tom is wonderful, so I'm so excited for you to jump into this episode with him. I hope everyone's doing well, and I will talk to you next week. How's it? How's everything? Is it everything look good and sound okay on your end? Just do the last double check. This is my Just do the last double check before cool. we start this podcast. Now. Three, two, one. The thing about my time as a teenager was that it was kind of awkward and silly. Then you are a perfect guest for this cast. Cast is short for podcast. <laughs> how's it going, Tom? Good. Hello. You have a. You have a. I mean, I, maybe everyone's name is this to someone, but people always tell me that my name is like they say my whole name. They and I feel like you have that name too. I do Am I crazy? Too. No. One. Oh, one hundred. You know what I mean? It's like Janet Varney. Like they, I don't. They, I never just say Janet when they're talking about you. I always say Janet wow. Varney, and I feel like yeah. that's a Tom Lum thing too. One hundred percent. Ah, kindred spirits. Uh, I, I just that just occurred to me as I was about because when I said how are you Tom that I felt like I stopped short I was like hmm that felt incomplete <laughs> something's missing here yeah I mean uh, yeah. I think that's always been the case it's been it's very I think I you know for a while when I was growing up I was a very strict Thomas um, and mm-hmm, then mm-hmm. in high school I think that was middle school to high school was the time I was like no just Tom and then Tom Lum it just it just happens yeah. and then that's uh, I've gotten used to it to this point. Uh, my parents obviously yeah, don't, but, but everyone else, uh, it's been like that. Do I need to... I like that you said a strict Thomas, almost like there's a strict Thomas, there's the doubting Thomas. <laughs> well, no, I say that because there's a story that my dad always tells about how like when I was a kid, like a person came up to me and was like, oh, hey, what's your name? And I was like, Thomas. And they're like, well, what's up, Tom? And I was like, no, Thomas, T-H-O-M-A-S, um, which is why I... <gasps> I included that strictly. I don't know if we would, if I need to clap or anything. Also, before we we jump in or anything. When you say that you told someone that you sort of stopped them in their tracks and were like, "Hold up, hold up, hold up, Thomas," and then literally spelled your name, is that a reflection of like you being very particular about other things as a young person, or was that like out of left field and people were like, "Whoa, I guess we found the hot button." <laughs> Oh gosh, I don't know. I I think um I think a little bit. I think also this is also one of those like apocryphal uh, uh, I you know any one number of one of those stories that like my dad remembers is seared into his brain and I was like I was still developing as a brain. I don't remember any of this happening. Right. Um, right. A little bit. No, I think that was I think that stood out a little bit. You're more easygoing than it was like every other thing you weren't saying, like, no, <laughs> that doesn't seem likely. Based on, based on what I know about you, it doesn't seem likely that you were. No, it's just, because just that sounds thing. unpleasant. And that's not <laughs> you in any way, shape or form. Dang. Where did you grow up? I grew up in Jersey. Joysy boy. Joysy. I wonder if New Jersey is 
I mean, it has got to be up there in the Most like statistics of... of yeah of who I've spoken to on the podcast. I feel like Jersey's way up That's there. That's very interesting, isn't it? I mean, I'm hard pressed to think. Maybe I guess Chicago, the Chicago area, or like Illinois in general, and then New Jersey in general. I'm going to go ahead and say I feel like that the lar- the highest numbers come from those two places. That's really funny. I was about to say something like very stupid. I was like, well, of course, it makes sense. Like, I grew up there. I was like, yeah, that's where childhood <laughs> happens. Well, of course, where else would it happen? Um, it is very funny. I had um, a moment I was talking to a friend who also, like, grew up in Jersey, works in, the, in New York City, and, like, went to school in New York. And they said that they came back from a flight and they looked out the window and they could see every single place they've ever lived. Uh, <laughs> and I was like, ha, ha, ha. And I was like, oh, hmm. huh, hmm. a little bit. Uh, but I can't complain. I love I love the tri-state area. It's been good to me. I do, too. I think I, I feel like what I always say when the conversation takes this turn is. New Jersey is the best state in the whole world. <laughs> I think that's what um, you say. Yeah. I maybe I do say that. Maybe I do say that. I gotta do a. I don't I gotta know. Do a I would say that. <laughs> I gotta do a revisit. Uh, no, but like you know, I definitely feel like I've said. You know, I don't. Where would you go? Like, uh, you know, which is very mm. weird, and you know, but, but like that's. I guess that's just my way of complimenting the area too, and saying you know there are places that people grow up where the incentive to leave. Mm, mm. that general vicinity is just seems necessarily a little bit lower than somebody who comes from a very specific perhaps smaller perhaps further away from like yeah. larger cities kind I of I will say place, we but. definitely had a big we were like like one or two trains away from New York City and so we have like a big like making it to New York City is like I made it mom and dad like I did it yeah uh, and like still if I take the train to certain parts of New Jersey I'm like guaranteed to run into someone I went to high school with like on the train oh, like, yeah. it's, like at 5 p.m. or something <laughs> like that um yeah it's a big, uh, it's a big, uh, uh, you can p- pretend you're from the city or you're, you're, you're um, metropolitan like that, I guess. Yeah. Well, just the idea of taking the, tra- I mean, that was a huge deal to me when I moved to San Francisco. It was, I feel Bart. like part of the appeal to moving, yeah, to moving to San Francisco was like so many trains. There's BART, there's Muni. I'm going to all these different cities. Again, nothing like that in Arizona r- at all, mm. really. I mean, I don't know, maybe maybe phoenix has like a light rail system that i wouldn't know about because i don't spend any time there but it's you know that's just not that's not a culture that i grew up in and that felt super cool like mm -hmm, yeah this is how you do it i don't have to drive at all (laughs) (laughs) well it is funny because i I say that like like um we did have the line connecting us to new york city but aside from that was big car culture like we were always driving up and down the interstate highway we like um uh, it, it's just, <laughs> I, re- I remember, um, I was visiting a friend like a few years back in Jersey and we did, we was like, just, let's just hang out. And so then we just like, just drove around, like got like Sonic or like White Castle or something. And then sure. we, we, it was the end of the night and we like dropped a friend off and then she turned around she was sitting shocking and I was sitting in the back and she was like, Oh, hi, Tom. I just realized I hadn't turned around this entire evening. <laughs> like we had, ju- we had just spent the whole time driving and like just drive talking and like stuff like that. Uh, and I was like, oh, it was, it's really weird funny. to like see your face. I was like, oh, yeah, I'm here. Yeah. Oh, my God. Well, that definitely does. Then I can relate to that because there was a lot of like nothing else to do but drive around oh, yeah. and listen to music, which, you know, I I don't even know if I lamented that bad at the time. Like I don't 
I don't have a lot of memories of, oh my God, there's nothing to do at night to where the solution was like the second best, like, oh, mm. I guess we'll settle for driving around. Uh, and I don't it's, know if that's me sort of rose-colored glassesing it, but mm, mm. I I kind of just liked that. Like, I don't, you know what I mean? Yeah, I don't remember yeah. having a problem with that. I remember being like, well, of course we're going to drive around in the dark and listen to music. You can drive now. You're 16. Yeah. You the, know, the, like, I, I'll, let's enjoy that. The way I always, or I, I, I realized, or the way I rationalize it now is that um, I, because I do a similar thing with some friends where, um, uh, you know, these days it'll be like, oh, do you want to like, if I like said to my friends, I was like, hey, do you all, I guess guys all just want to hop into one call and just like talk to each other for like three hours. They'd be like, that's wild. But if I'm like, hey, do you want to play like Minecraft? Then like we will literally just like walk in circles and be talking. But there's something about, yes. um, and especially with driving too, it, it's almost, it's kind of like a third place thing, but it's also the way I like to think about it is like, I'm using like the 20% of my brain that I would spend over rationalizing or overthinking doing this mm. task on focusing on driving. And so it, it mm -hmm. becomes a little easier to talk. I don't know if that's necessarily true, but that's how I how I feel. I'm a big fan of, of like doing a thing and having a conversation. Um, you know, I am too. I mean, I think I just- Which is why I'm bicycling uh, right now. And, and, and I, but I do want to point out to everybody, fully bicycling out in the country somewhere. Um, I thought it was France. Now I'm starting to wonder if maybe it is the tri-state area. Um, but uh, yeah, amazing, <laughs> amazing. Someone keeps splashing Gatorade on you. So I guess it's kind of <laughs> an important race that you're doing. I don't uh, know who they are. It just keeps, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Well, that's, I mean, because I do, I definitely feel, and I'm sure I've talked about this on the podcast before, but like, uh, like, for example, last night, and I am excited to name drop this name, so this is going to be fun, but last night, um, a couple of us were knew that we were going to see Tom Lum tomorrow, <laughs> that I was going to see Tom Lum tomorrow, so I got a haircut. Uh, no, I just, I was backstage, Amy Mann had a, had a show at the Greek, and, um, and so I was backstage, she's a very good friend, and, um, and I see her, like, on a pretty, I would say I see her once a month, which is pretty rare for me with friendships like Very cool. you know what yeah. i mean i don't have that many totally. people that i but they but she and her husband um are they, we've sort of become part of this little like five person group that just does kind of weird and fun things like we did like a falconry thing where we got to you know <laughs> i was like how weird could it I was like, oh no yeah, <laughs> yeah that that that's yeah that's not axe throwing that's owl. one step above. we got to fly yeah. falcon exactly um and uh and so here's here's like and so there were other people there that were also backstage that I knew and it was a very like I when I say backstage it is absolutely not backstage it's like a whole separate building that is only for hospitality that is a very nice comfortable space so I don't oh. want to give the impression that it's like you're jammed backstage and that's what's uncomfortable everything <laughs> about it is made for your comfort yet the fact that I was there with nothing to do except talk and say like great show rather than like playing a game <laughs> or like watching a bad movie that you can pause and constantly talk about or like we do a lot of like art projects or like little salons they're oh, yeah. very activity based and i am very activity based and so i really had that feeling of like i, I like cameron esposito was also there and i turned to cameron and said i don't know what to do with myself like i for, i've i'm so bad at just standing around even with people i like Oh, like, I need so, someone to, like, bust out a game. It's so great to hear other nerd. people also say that that is the case. And oh, it's, it's still, still a true I'm thing. I'm such a nerd. I'm such oh. a nerd. Yeah. I love it. I do love the activity. There's something very, and maybe it's a control thing. There is something very mm. comforting about, and I, and I guess it's like, in some ways it is, 
you know, we because we are so used to multitasking now because of the internet or because of our devices and all that kind of stuff that mm-hmm. um, it's almost like an IRL multitask. Like you're not on your iPad because you're hanging out with friends, yeah. but you're playing a game with friends that you're that are, you know, whether that you're doing that in some sort of VR or you're doing that, you know. <laughs> It's still different than just, like, passively watching TV and passively playing, like, a handheld game or whatever. So it's funny because maybe, yeah, maybe my brain kind of needs that now. My brain needs, like, two purposes and one of them could be conversation, but the other has to be something else, like driving. (laughs) Or, like you, riding a bicycle. God, you're not even breaking a sweat. More Gatorade. I know. I I would have them lay off on that because they're, now you're sort of blue. (laughs) Now it sort of stains you blue. Now, you said riding a bike. Let me ask you this. Did you pick that because you like riding bikes or did you pick it at random with no reason whatsoever other than that it was just a fun other non-driving thing to be doing? Oh, no, I do. I do love love, uh, riding a bike. I I was very late to it. Uh, I do love it now tremendously. Uh, My dad was a huge cyclist person. Um, My dad was too. Yeah, one of the like, dr- like bike shorts and like oh, like 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 bike big owner. big like um, one of the, one of the funniest stories about uh, I'd like to tell my dad was one time, like I was like wondering like, oh like do you think ever, ever if anyone uh, and this is I don't I feel like this phenomenon happens on TikTok where people talk about like dad lore where like you're just like having a conversation and then he like drops a piece of knowledge that you're like. Of like a facet of their life that like changes how you think about them or makes them you realize they're like a full human being but like I was like do you yes. think anyone's ever like broken the speed limit on a bike like gone like 16 and the 15 and he was like oh yeah I used to, I went like 50 and the 45 once and I was like what <laughs> he was like yeah going downhill you can totally and I was like who, who were you <laughs> like what <laughs> um, that's really funny I don't know many I don't have many friends whose dads were big bike kids it's funny because it actually made me less of a bike person because mm-hmm. so he grew up in New York City and, and and was biking and so when I moved here he was like you cannot own a bike <laughs> he was like because it is it is okay. it is dangerous and like yeah very bad and so I bought a bike in secret and then one day when he came over he saw it he was just like okay <laughs> I th- maybe maybe it was like a secret test to be like bike. if you if you like are serious about it yeah um, <laughs> I love that it's not anything more nefarious than that you bought a bicycle. It's like the least, if that's like, he doesn't need to worry if that's the... Janet, this is touching on a very, um, I'll save that in a second. I'll sit, to tell that story in a second because there's one like thing like that with my mom that's very funny. But uh, the other like big, like stereotypically New Jersey thing I would tell my friends in college was like, I, so I learned to ride a bike like relatively late and I was like, yeah, you know, like learning to ride a bike is easy. All you have to do is like go to the parking lot of your local mall that's closed on Sundays because they all are. And they were all like, A, didn't have like a local. I was like, oh, there's like there's like three like local malls. And then yeah. two is like because of uh, blue laws in New Jersey, everything's closed on Sunday. And so you What's go blue there. law. Uh, it's like old, uh, I think that's the word. It's like old, like, uh, you know, religious laws that say like, you have to be closed on Sundays. Um, God, I did not know that about Jersey. I don't feel like that's, I've, I've ever heard anything about that until right now with all my Jersey people. This is like your version of dad lore. 
I'm, yeah, ever, this, I'm rethinking are. Jersey. I've rethought. I have to pack up and retcon everything. Yeah, and so this you go crazy. to the go to the big old parking lot that's completely empty, and you just learn to bike. Yeah. It's like a big open thing. That and everyone... seems crazy to me. So in New Jersey, the state of New Jersey, the opportunity to have a huge retail day at a full-on mall empty. was yeah. Wow. The it's like food is open. It's just like yeah, retail is closed. It's very very funny. But the other thing with malls is like. I remember one of the, you know, speaking of like, you know, unformed memories when I was a kid is like uh, one of the like earliest concepts I remember forming in my brain was like this mall and this mall were like the names of them and like their locations and their (laughs) spatially locations in my brain was how how Jersey pilled I was. (laughs) That's really funny. Wait, Um, what's the mom story? Yeah. So Uh this (laughs) this is a like. There's a few like um, like baby shoes never worn like one sentence summaries of like um, some of my high school times that like really encapsulate what I was up to because um, so one of the most trouble that I ever got in in high school was I told my mom I was staying after school to go study with this like math teacher who would hold like after hours like um, studying and because uh, he was like a he, excellent teacher but, but also just like super difficult grader and great that he did that but instead of doing that what I was actually doing Janet was I was doing lighting crew for the theater uh, <laughs> <laughs> and um, I had accidentally butt dialed my mom on my, oh my uh, LG chocolate I think at the time and then she like drove to the school and was like you called me and I was like oh no and like in retrospect I'm like and now you know we've talked about it enough that I'm like that's in the grand scheme of like bad things I could have been doing in high school like unpaid manual labor to support the theater group is is truly yeah did you were so were you right about like were you quote unquote right to not tell her or was she like I don't give a shit like was she perplexed like why would you tell me why wouldn't you tell me you were doing this or or did you know good and well like I will not be allowed to create I need to say it was a it was definitely a combination of both it was it's it's um yeah, it, it's it's like all three. It's like I lied and then I should have been studying math. And then, you know, I think the by the time I was like a senior in high school, my mom was like, OK, theater was like a good thing for him. But I think at okay. first it was um, just took like a ton of time. We we had like a huge theater program, so like surprisingly big. I think maybe it's the like adjacency to New York City. But like mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm wearing for to embody my high school self, I'm oh. wearing a shirt from high school that has like all the shows we ever did on it oh um, also yeah they didn't make shirts like that me. where i went to school oh yeah no that was no one no one cared <laughs> it was we not. cared a little too much um there's there's a happy middle ground somewhere in there i'm sure you're probably right you're probably right um i guess i need to ask this because i feel like i haven't yep. asked this of anyone from jersey in a while but um as a person who maybe knows i mean i'll say like I'll give myself the possibility of knowing 10 Bruce Springsteen songs, <laughs> but I don't think it's that many. I still feel like I can make up a Bruce Springsteen song about anything at any time on any, just on any subject. Um, how, uh, how like pervasive how is the boss for younger generations? Because he's, oh. he was like my dad's, yeah. he, my dad was into him anyway. Like, so now, and I'm older than you. So I'm wondering like if any of that, like, 
the, the sort of iconoclast that is Bruce Springsteen for Jersey has like lingered enough for you to have a real sense of it or if that's sort of you know kind of drifted away a little yeah I mean it's definitely it's very funny it, it's definitely I feel almost like um this is a absolutely bonkers analogy but I think it's true uh I feel almost related to it in the same way that I feel about like my like heritage of being a, a person of Chinese descent where <laughs> I'm like honest with you I was really hoping you were gonna say that yeah <laughs> backwards uh i'm like i'm like yeah i'm like a second i'm a first generation uh springsteen immigrant you know i feel like um it's because like um i feel a very like unspeakable like defense of of bruce springsteen like and like yeah. uh if i hear it it like hits something in my soul but like in the same way that like i don't speak chinese it's like i i know born in the usa i i know i don't i'm very bad at naming them um, you don't speak Springsteen. <laughs> I don't speak don't Springsteen. Speak My mom tried. We like took classes <laughs> and stuff like that. Um, <sighs> but I will say there is a... I find these days the music of my people, uh, and by that I mean of New Jersey, mm -hmm. is there's like a huge sect of like really good, a little whiny uh, pop punk that came out of like suburbia. Mm. Um, there's a band called The Front Bottoms. It just like really epitomizes. Uh, like one of their songs is like, just you and me getting high and hanging out. It's like big, like Tom DeLonge sort of like the wire. Uh -huh. Your vowels sound like that. Um, also, uh, the band Pine Grove is is uh, also very good. A little less whiny, a little actually like good music. Um, but mm -hmm. that's 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 always been a. That's what I feel. That's our Springsteen, I guess. That's your Springsteen. Yeah. yeah. I wonder if they were like, like if you're in Jersey and you're a music, if you're a music kid, when Springsteen is like, you know, I don't know, like if you're like in the in the 80s or 90s, if you're interested in making music, if you like rebel against the Bruce Springsteen. That's, yeah, that's very funny. You, yeah. You know, or if you're like, I'm going to continue the tradition of this. <laughs> Um, <laughs> yeah, every every like five years it flips, right? It's like, oh, hey, it's yeah. the, the, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, that's that makes me happy. It makes me happy that I'm old enough now that, um, and I guess, this, yeah, again, like when you get older, you start, I mean, when you like get above 35, you start like wondering if everything is about the fact that you're over 35, but um, <laughs> because this happens, this is, this, this happened when I was young too, like, like I, you know, like when you're young, you're like, I oh I've I've just heard the Beatles for the first time and then someone will be like great here's five decades worth of Beatles adjacent stuff because they inspired so many different bands you can have all the Beatles you want forever even long <laughs> after you've gotten through the Beatles do you know what I mean yeah, um, yeah and so and so now I'm like oh this is this new thing that's happening to me because I've been around long enough but really it, it would have happened anyway and I'm sure somebody who's like 18 would be like no it's cool I love all the old new wave stuff and I love like the old 90s stuff and then now I love the stuff that's clearly heavily influenced by the 90s or like real synthy or whatever yeah 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 um I do I love the cycle of music in that way because for me it doesn't you know I don't unless something's like not good if it's derivative but it's good I'm like yeah. great thank you you're widening out this pocket of type of music that I like listening to so I want to hear you pay homage or whatever to you know <laughs> that but then other people I guess yeah like bands come out and they're like oh, dude 
Talking Heads was doing this in the 70s. Like, give me a break. You know? I was going to say, uh, I did grow up very dad music at the start. Well, this um, was what I was going to ask you. I was going to ask yeah. you what kind of music you were into. I, I had my dad's original iPod that had like a physical scroll wheel. I think I, I still have Oh, it. sure. Yes, I do. I remember those. Right it, it even Andy. makes the little k- 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 sound. Yeah. Here's some ASMR. For I'm sure I have one of those somewhere. <laughs> and that's just dead and useless. But. Um, and it was loaded with... I, I maybe like 10 songs it was like um bohemian rhapsody sure um eye of the tiger <laughs> some and then some billy joel and some elton john yeah yeah Those that's are a the... safe that, that's a safe bet if you if someone said i have one queen song on my ipod and try to name <laughs> four other band, i wouldn't necessarily say eye of the tiger but you know i would put elton john and billy joel oh there. Yeah, yeah i would yeah. definitely yeah. be like those feel like very accessible musicians who are all really good at telling stories in their songs. You know what I mean? And Billy like, Joel's got some, I forget, I don't know if he's, a, I think he's a Long Islander, so, but he has all Yeah, Long Island, Staten Island, something Jersey. like that. Yeah, they, yeah. Li- they like him all right over there. Yeah, yeah. They like him all right <laughs> over there. Uh, um, okay, so you were, so early dad music, but, and then you mentioned bands like Pine Grove, but like what, were, was that something that was important to you when you were in high school? Were you like, music gets me, man. Music yeah. gets me. I mean, I was a big, um, yeah. I, w- <laughs> I was uh, in uh, middle school. It was very much like uh, uh, this band called Jack's Mannequin, uh, which is mm-hmm. uh, a California band. And then like Blink-182 <laughs> and The Killers, a little Coldplay. Sure. But like, yeah, I, I would make playlists for so many people and then i remember um for this girl that i liked for christmas i made her a burned a cd that was um it was literally like just the the discography of the band jack's mannequin but in an order that i thought was good um (laughs) and then like drew the cover and stuff like that and like gave it to her and i think she was just like cool what was this i guess um and then and then into college there is nothing that will change your music tastes faster or expand your music taste faster than having a crush on a girl who has extremely good like indie music taste and you'll be like oh i I can i can i can learn all that yeah i appreciate crushes for or like little mini relationships for the the cultural stuff that they introduce me to yeah yeah. some of which you know you you definitely collect it and kind of take it with you even though the the crush wasn't meant to be or what have you yeah no i, I that's how i fell in love with like sufjan stevens and like mm-hmm. um this band hop along and other ones but yeah thanks mm-hmm. faith thanks faith <laughs> shout out. <laughs> now shout out to faith uh <coughs> shout out to faith and christmas <laughs> and all the bands we just talked about were you uh were you a consummate crusher in high school oh, yeah. um did anything uh come to anything uh, um yeah, and in in senior year, I I ended up finally uh, dating a person, but yeah, I was like a consummate crusher is the like that's a great way to to phrase that. Um, I uh, yeah, you know, this is the like I was a big like Tumblr romantic. I was like um, uh, aim chatting with a bunch like um, a few years ago because I I do software development now. Uh, uh, a few years ago, uh, people were doing like um, in the office, we're doing like uh, typing tests and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. 
for like yeah. words per minute and I, I did like very well and it's like whoa they're like you're a very good programmer and I was like oh no that's because in middle school I was anxiously furiously typing messaging people on AIM to like get sure. my point across or to like to like express something yes. um I also remember um in maybe my junior year of high school on Valentine's Day I like put like taped I'm saying taped. I know I duct taped because uh, I was also thinking <laughs> of duct tape. I duct taped uh, like a single rose onto their locker. I was duct tape. <sighs> yeah, that's right. It's, 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 none of this is a surprise, but it still hurts. Uh, <laughs> a single rose to like someone's uh, locker. And then like the whole day, like I heard them being like, oh my gosh, who did this? Who did this? And in my mind, I'm like, I'm like, Haha, it was me. It's, which is, and then, and then at the end of the day, I like, I, I like told them, I was like, uh, I was like, hey, that was me. And they were like, oh, cool. I got to get to rehearsal now. <laughs> I, yeah. was just like, I was like, what did I think? What is, what, what, how does that, what would, what, what, what? Okay, <laughs> I have some thoughts. First of all, I want to say, when you say that it's not surprising, but it hurts, I hope that you weren't saying that me laughing at you for going through a duck, for being deeply into duct tape was somehow hurtful. Oh no 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 it, no! Not that! Not that! I meant, it was just I meant, the thinking about like getting getting the feeling of rejection from like, oh, I was so I had like bu- that bubbly excitement feeling, and then like <laughs> it petered out to nothing by the end of the day. No, it was the opposite. Yes, yes. I, I I meant more so like my own self, where people listening will be like, this doesn't surprise me, but it's still still yeah. uh, silly. I understand. I understand. When you say you were into duct tape, <laughs> I just want to unpack that for a second. Yeah. yeah. Um. <laughs> what I like the first thought I have, and there's and, and and this is me reading too much into it, but please, there's something very effective and insistent about the stickiness of duct tape. So it's really funny to me, just in that like oh a metaphor. The, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like the yeah. idea of like like okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna duct tape this. That shit is not going anywhere. <laughs> Almost to the point where the person themselves cannot take that rose off of the locker. <laughs> duct tape is like, I'm here to seal this duct. Like, no, no, this isn't Opposed for you. to like this masking is an tape or like yeah. Japanese packing tape that's like yeah. designed for the ease of, yes, it holds it in place, but it also is meant to be removed. There's something so <laughs> permanent-ish about duct tape that it, that just made me laugh because it, it felt very like, yeah, it's a rose. <laughs> Nobody's knocking this off your locker. I I think it's also I was just it was um a big like you know that uh, I don't know how 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 if this is like a a thing in time or a thing in every person's life the like duct tape wallet craze okay. um, yeah. and then made a lot of like like craft oh my god stuff. I can make someone yeah I get yeah, that yeah like one Halloween I made like a, a weird cardboard duct tape suit of armor that great. I'll, I'll send you a, yeah great I'll send that. it's please yeah, do lots please of, um, do. Lots of craft stuff, but yeah. Were you were you a maker in that way? Were you like very handy in the yeah. in the sort of like what can I do with this material or like let me build this robot or yeah? I was always very like wanted to to make a bunch of stuff and like yeah, that was a lot of a lot of cardboard and duct tape work and then a lot of theater stuff, but then also like a big part of uh middle and high school for me was I really wanted to write a book and not even sorry grade school middle school high school that that was always like a big like thing that I wanted so 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 badly to do and like I would I um 
was visiting my folks recently, um, again, to get into the headspace for this. Uh, uh, no. uh, Wait a minute, what? <laughs> <laughs> I, said, I said that half jokingly. Uh, I didn't want to see them, but I knew that, yeah. I had to get into the zone. <laughs> I was like, guys, please don't talk to me. This is just for research, you know. Uh, no, visit, <laughs> this is for other reasons, of course. Uh, but I, I looked through my, my, my I have had a whole bunch of journals and stuff like that. And none of them were like, I wish I was the kind of person that like kept a diary and stuff like that. It's all just like, story ideas character names like drawings cool, about stuff like though. that that's so cool it's, it's... i wish i had more of that instead of like uh, my feelings <laughs> <laughs> ah my feelings um but it is funny it did it, it, it was interesting because I, I i think all of my writing was so like self-serious and like dramatic and like sure. philosophical which didn't i don't know if that necessarily reflected how i actually was hmm. or felt necessarily it, it, it's it's like a a reflection of it but it isn't necessarily it i don't know it was just uh just funny but like i it was part that of that a, because as a teenager you're like because i feel like i had some of that too that was like this is what writing is you know I what think, i mean yeah, yeah yeah oh i wanted to be like an adult i wanted to be i yeah. read um read like chuck Palahniuk and stephen king like way too early same <laughs> uh Big fan to the of, point where I'm like, what? Is, I don't know what is too early anymore because we all thought we were reading Stephen King too early. But yeah. if we were all reading him, maybe it's not early. Maybe it's not too early. Well, like, I don't, or did it feel? I guess there were times when I felt my, like I'm outside of my depth. Is that yeah, what you're yeah, talking yeah. about? Well, uh, my definition of um, too early is when you're reading The Long Walk in middle school and you're talking to a friend about it, and they say, "Yeah, this guy, uh, the the." When someone says something grotesque that get grotesque happens and you don't actually know what those words even mean, I think, oh, and you no. have to ask, like, well, what does ba 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 mean? Then, then that's too early. Oh, I think that's no. the definition. Um, but oh, um, no. I don't know. I turned, it's, it's fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> were you so? Were you a big reader? Yeah, I mean, you know, just like um, big like Harry Potter, uh, Twilight, all those John Green. Um, also, which is very, very funny and surreal now because I'm, uh, I get to, you know, talk to him and Hank a lot. Um, and I'm kind of friends with them now, which is very surreal. And I don't like to think about it too much. Uh, cause uh -huh. then I get like, emotional it's best not vertigo. to It's best not yep. to. Um, yeah. and then, but like, God, I, I would, it did a lot of like, you know, writing the first and last chapters of things. Um, mm. and then that's I really interesting. That's a very interesting, I never did that. I've never done that. Yeah, it was just like I wanted to like it, you know it's, it's it's like making like a trailer for a movie and never actually like yeah. writing it. It's just the like yeah. cool exciting mimicry beats. And I remember like again to the to the consummate crush or whatever the the phrase was um with with like two girls I liked be like Hey, can you like read this? You want to like read this and do tell me what you think and like edit it and stuff like that? And it was just so I, 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 uh, it's, 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 oh, here I am. Were you the person that people were like, oh, I love Tom Lum or Thomas, as the case may <laughs> be? It's very funny because I think, um, yeah, I think that that is actually the, you're 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 reading me you're reading me reading me for filth <laughs> uh, if you know that phrase. Uh, I am very 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 spot on, but um, um, yeah, I think it's funny because like looking back which I did a lot of in thinking about this, it was that like, 
I, I used to, I, I think I look back and I think like, oh, I had like a bad time or like I was miserable. But then when I think about the like individual events of like things I did and like the friends I had, it feels good. And so mm. I think a lot of it and then, yeah, to your point, like there was a lot of like, um, you know, like people people call me Tom Lum because like it is like a funny, like fun nicknamey thing kind of a thing. And, and I was a very like performative person and I think that was the aspect I think I think I, I just didn't at the time I, I felt very much like uh no one would actually no one actually meant it like no one actually wanted to be friends with me right. and you know I think half you know 20% of that is like of course every friendship is a little superficial to it to an extent at that age but also I think that's mostly just like me and it took me a while to realize what it meant to like be a friend and a human being that can be like vulnerable and um there's another um uh baby shoes never worn story that like is it, this is like my first story i tell any new therapist to like encapsulate <laughs> what, what that time in my in my life was You're speaking my language absolutely is um when i first my <laughs> my first year in college um do you know what a mouth coil is janet no okay it's the or thing if I that, do, I don't know. It's the thing that clowns use when they like pull something out of their mouth like endlessly, oh, like okay. a ribbon or something like that. Yeah. It's like a magic trick. I can't and wait to see where this is going. One day in college, I was like, I looked it up. I was like, oh, like that's a thing you can buy. It, it's like just like a little like tightly wound piece of like uh, um, paper. And you, you can you can like you just like jam it into your mouth and you can pull it out. And it's, it's just like. It's one of those things that like I we all know we've like seen it in TV or something, but I've never actually seen it in real life. And so I was like, yeah. that's hilarious. And yeah. what that was, what I realized in retrospect now was like, so I, I got a bunch and um, a bunch. I, <laughs> it comes in like a pack of like 12 or something. Right. And it's amazing because and what I realized now is like it was a perfect like prepackaged bit that like I didn't have to worry about like thinking or actually like having to like you know empathize or or or, or be vulnerable I just had to be like this is like a, a pre-pack it's literally like a in case of emergency break this and you have like a right. conversations conversation <laughs> right. starter in quotes but right. so at first it was great I was like it made a lot of my friends laugh and you can just like do it like in the the dining hall or at the end of a class or something and everyone's just like oh I've never seen that before but then I started to run out and so because there's you, the the ones that I got were single use. And so then I would be like, <laughs> then I would be hanging out with people and it'd be like, um, you know, like we'd be in a group and I'd be like, ha ha. And I'd be, I, I'd, out loud, I'd be like, ha 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 ha. But in my mind, I'm thinking like, OK, I'm like Terminator vision. I'm like, OK, he's seen it before. <laughs> um, but he really liked it last time. She hasn't seen it, but she doesn't seem like she's into magic. So I don't know if I want to use one of my like right. finite resources on this conversation that we're having right now. <laughs> this is amazing. <laughs> and then um, I... I finally ran out and like this is this is not a joke. This is like literally the first thought that I had in my head was how am I going to make friends now? <laughs> <laughs> what about getting more? Was there some part of you that was like, I can't. That's that's a that's going too far. 
getting more is going too far. That's a symptom that I'm addicted to the single use. <laughs> so I gonna have. There will come a time when I can't have these anymore because I'm not gonna just keep ordering them. What will that mean for me? Like, what growth moment am I gonna have to have when I've used the last one? And what did it feel like when you were like, "This is the last one." This I just is my I just last mouth coil. I uh, I I I don't know why I didn't think that. Um, <laughs> but I literally I just thought I'll never I don't know how I'm gonna make friends now and then then I haven't made a friend since. It's oh, been like all years. Yeah, yeah. What a sad twist. Yeah. Oh no. We anyway. Got, listen. Huh. I if there's one thing I know about Max Fund listeners is that they like to get involved. So I want everyone to feel very free. <laughs> To mail to Max Fun HQ as many mouth coils. Don't do it, guys. Don't do it. Don't Every do mouth it. coil Fun, saves Fun one so friendship. Mad. Oh my God! Single use. That's very ecologically but, responsible. But I think I think for a while in middle school and high school, I thought that, and not all my friendships were like this. But I definitely had some friendships that I was. I literally thought like, oh, this friendship means like having a prepackaged fun fact to tell them when you see right. them in the hallway, kind of a thing. Sure. Um, and I'm glad I finally have moved past and to know that it is uh, more than that. It's uh, it's being able to, to to hang out and talk about nothing, but or even just like sit in silence for a little bit and be yeah. okay with that and still know that you are friends with a person. I don't know. But yeah. that took a while. Uh, it took a second. It is amazing because what you just described is a little bit like podcasting. <laughs> and mm, in what way? Like, like uh, you're now, you're, you now get to make a podcast in which you talk about interesting factoids and like things that, you know, it's, it's like... It's not, is that, I mean, isn't that sort of satisfying that you're like, yeah, yeah. I mean, I still get to be the guy who has this interesting thing that is ne not necessarily something that someone's going to come across in their day to day. And I get to be the person to kind of help share that and discuss yeah. it with my co host and well, all that kind of stuff. But you also, but it's not taking the place of friendship. It's like, you know, yeah, a yeah. It's, uh, well, it, and it's actually funny because it, um, I, my favorite part of the podcast is the fact that we, I, I talk with, my co-hosts Ellen and Caroline like like my favorite part is not the script that I write with all the fun facts it's how they react and then how we get to yeah. joke about it um yeah. which is is um yeah it's um the, the the conversational aspect of it more so than the the preparedness but it's a bit of both and it's um yeah um there but is it's like you, you have that that's yeah. if that's a minor superpower you didn't know how to use it and you're maybe applying it in the wrong situations mm. when you were in high school in lieu of relationships uh, that had more depth. Also, you're a kid and we're all just developing and who yeah. knows, like we're all so socially awkward. Um, but you learned how to, you know, use your mutation uh, yeah, in a practical in, way. In retrospect. Um, yeah. I guess maybe I'm maybe I'm pressing that too hard. No, 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 no. I think, I think so. And it's all it's all very funny because like... Um, one of the um, like funny, I guess like just like elephants in the rooms in terms of uh, when I talk about like wanting to write books and stuff like that is that like, so I, I went to Vassar, which is a very like artsy fartsy, like home of Meryl Streep and stuff like that. I, yeah. I went there specifically to study English and theater because that's what I wanted to to do. And then within a year or two, ended up switching to majoring in um, cognitive science and computer science. Um, mm -hmm. Which is very, and then, then, yeah, now I do science videos primarily and stuff like that. But it is, 
there's I'm constantly like pulling little like reasons where it's like oh that makes sense or like like little things in my mm-hmm. past that like I if I ever got like super fascinated in like a, a particular video game I'm like oh yeah that's that's some of that like programming brain there um, sure. that's some of that like English brain still living in today kind of a thing yeah um, so yeah I'll, I'll see and I'm, I'm seeing it I'm thinking and it's uh You know, I like to try to psychoanalyze just a pinch. Okay, we're going to take a break. I will be back after a word from our wonderful buddies at Maximum Fun. Somewhere in an alternate universe where Hollywood is smarter. And the Emmy nominees for Outstanding Comedy Series are Jet Pacula, Airport Marriott. Rupple. Dear America, we've seen you naked. And Allah in the family. In our stupid universe, you can't see any of these shows, but you can listen to them on Dead Pilot Society, the podcast that brings you hilarious comedy pilots that the networks and streamers bought but never made. Journey to the alternate television universe of Dead Pilot Society on MaximumFun.org. I'm Jesse Thorne. Bullseye is celebrating 50 years of hip-hop by bringing you an entire month of brand new interviews with rappers. That means Jeezy. I put my pain in the music. Angie Stone. You know, hip-hops. We called them hops back then. Master P. Music is what's going to open the doors for us, but whatever we come up with after this, it's going to be bigger. Plus, Chica, Saba, even the greatest of them all, Rakim. That's this September. Open up that podcast app, type in Bullseye, and hit subscribe. You're not going to want to miss any of this. I should get into this MASH game with you. So I'm excited I, to see... Yo, I, yeah, please. I apologize. Can I just say one last thing also? Because I... I wish you would. Um... I mentioned it briefly when I did uh, when I emailed you, but um, one of the other like foundational like moments when I was a, a teen turning into a, a bigger teen was I spent a summer interning with like a family friend of a family friend who worked at this uh, college, the university, and like all I would do was like make copies and then wait around for like five hours for this person to be done with their job and then drive me back and so I just had like hours and hours and hours to kill on this campus when I was like a sophomore in high school maybe a junior in high school and so I got to like learn a lot of like things like um, they had like a Wendy's on the campus and I had the first lesson of like oh I could have this every single day but I shouldn't yes Um, got to learn a lot of like pre-college lessons like that which was very it was a just like a foundational moment to just like be forced to like sit around this campus and not have anything to do. Um, but also during that time, I listened to a lot of uh, the JV Club, which had just started around that time, which is very mm. strange. Um, and that's another thing that if I think too much about it, I do get uh, emotional vertical. Can I, sh- I also, can I, I wanted to, I didn't tell you this, but can I sh- send this one thing over the chat really quick? Yeah. Do, do, do. Uh, that's right. 
God, this is like a this is your life for me now. <gasps> oh my God, that is so crazy. No wonder I remember the name Tom Lum. I have such a strong association with it. Uh, yeah, I made a video for <sighs> a fan video for the Maria Bamford episode very early on. That is so See, I totally um, remember this, of course. And that, yeah, that's wild. like 11 years ago. Damn. Isn't it the passage of time? <laughs> oh. um, I would repost this, except I don't know if the link, does the link actually go anywhere anymore? That's something I should check. Yeah, I think it will. Let me see if I, I plug this in. That would be a very try. wild retweet. <laughs> Nothing to see here. I'll double check. I'll, I'll see if I can fix that link that might be my end on youtube but um okay um yeah i mean i really want to repost this i mean i'll go back onto my twitter account which i very lazily (laughs) have done nothing with other than to be like well i guess i'm i guess i'm leaving but i didn't do anything as like cool as deleting my account for and this (laughs) is why and this is why everybody see there's a perfectly good reason that i was too lazy to delete my account now i'm very very glad i didn't um, from wow, that's 10 years crazy! Ago. Yeah, that's oh wild. my gosh, that uh, yeah, that's and well, of, right. of course the the show was so that was part of the that time period was being able to hear so many stories of folks who um, and just to realize that so many people are these like full entire human beings that have lived lives like you have, and it was very cool to I was a big podcast kid I was like listen to podcasts during lunch kind of kid and so yeah I I would have been I would have been if that were an option there's no doubt about it that like I remember so clearly like listening to the show and like walking around campus or like making copies and just being like huh wow this this is um so it was a very um it was a important part of that so it's just wild (sighs) (sighs) that's I mean yeah that's I've never I guess I've never I've never had this before. I've never had it where now I'm talking to a person who is no longer a teenager, but who found the podcast while being a teenager. Oh, no. This is so wonderful. (laughs) Oh, no. No, no, no. (laughs) I got to get it together. Uh, I got to get it together. I mean, yes, you did mention that in an email, and I got emotional about it then. I should have put it together. I should have. I wish I had a a, a (laughs) photographic enough memory of that Maria Bamford. Um, uh, uh, Okay. All right. all right, let Mash. me, I'm going to ask you, okay, here's what I'll start by asking you because you talked about, um, because you talked about the sort of like, yeah, the sort of uh, don't think about it too much. Um, <laughs> do meet your heroes, but don't think about it too much, I guess. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, and, and I, I very much have that too. Um, so let me get from you three people that you would like to also have that with. And, and you know, it could be that maybe someday you will or it could be that you can't because they were alive 75 years ago or do yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, definitely Freddie Mercury. Um, Great. Was such, such a big fan of uh, Queen. Uh, still know it all, still love, uh, love dearly. Yes. Oh, Tony Hawk. Uh, <laughs> nice. Loved uh, loved those video games, and then because of that, tried to learn to skateboard a little bit. It could uh, still happen. It, it's 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 very funny because I I got so into I like really hyped myself up to like I was like yeah I'm gonna do it, and then I remember my mom watching me play one of those games, and then like 
the character like splats on the floor and she's like, no, 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 no. That's another thing I, again, I got in secret. Um, and then like hid in my locker. Um, and then, um, do, 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 do. I'll say, I'll say like, uh, I'll say David Tennant, uh, being a big Tumblr kid around then that was, uh. He, and he seems like a very very cool guy to this day. So that seems like a, a good sort of meet your meet your hero person. Um, I agree. I absolutely agree. That's a good use of this category. Those are all very 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 <laughs> good uses of this category. Um, <laughs> let's take it into uh, well. Let's do three movies. Three movies that you can jump into and just be in. You're in that realm, uh, not reliving the plot, just enjoying yourself. Yeah, I will. I I listen. I'm not a not a fan of. J.K. Rowling, presently as a person, the if I'm speaking to my true like teen self, I think probably the the Harry Potter worlds in the a Harry Potter world that is very trans inclusive is my caveat. Um, yeah, but I'm um, like one of those ho- like hopeful nerds that's like I feel separate. like 20 years from now things will somehow have kind of come back together, and obviously that would require. A certain someone being like, I guess I was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure people uh, will absolutely hate me for saying that, but you know me. If you listen to this podcast, you know me. You know I don't want to write anybody off unless I, I, I'm like, they're truly you, evil. Maybe if you have when people then disappoint then... me, I want to believe that, you know, it's like I still think Donald Trump could know. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> you just got to have I them on the pod. Something. In The Apprentice, I saw something special. <laughs> uh, if I just had one game of MASH with him, I know. Okay, great. Harry see. Potter. Got it. Oh, the fantastical world of Forks, Washington in, tw- in the Twilight books. Um, great. I think, yeah, just the, the vampire I think she was very, so very smart cool. to set that in the Pacific Northwest. I know I'm not it's saying a, anything new, no, yeah. but like... Half of that is, is, um, is, is like the vampire world, and the other half is like, I've loved every time I've been in Washington. <laughs> <laughs> totally. That's why, I mean, like, discovering something like Twin Peaks, like anything that's sort mm. of set in like, you can hear the pines and there's yeah, like a yeah, foghorn yeah, yeah. because it's... Like, I'm like, set anything there and it instantly becomes like sexy mysterious in this yeah, very yeah, yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. great spooky way um, um great forks washington copy a, that a, oh gosh and i know and i know every person says this that they're gonna think about it to some in the middle of the night tonight they'll have the right answer but That's right. um i'll say um this is like a modern movie that i think relatively that 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 spoke to me as a teen is maybe the lego movie um, sure. I think if that had come out at that time, I would have loved to be in just like a. Uh, it speaks to the duct tape side of me. I think is the like <laughs> being able to. Like, what if you're like and Ducktales? That speaks and- <laughs> to the duct tape. Side. <laughs> That's what duct tape is, right? I think. Yeah. Uh, um, okay, great. All right, next one: the three foods. Three foods you can have: snap of your fingers, zero ramifications to the world or you. Yeah, I don't know what it says about me that this one's super fucking easy. <laughs> it's, uh, no, no, it's a good thing. Um, it's a good thing. Peking duck is I think one of the best foods in the whole entire world. And if I could just like have have a one at the snap of a finger. Great. Poutine. Uh, I finally found an okay poutine place in New York City. It took forever. It's I think it's the fact that it hasn't taken off in America, I think is because of our hubris. Um, mm. <laughs> is because we think like, oh, it's so easy. You just do this and this and this. And then you add bacon and avocado. It's like, no, 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 no. Yeah. Yeah, you think it's the fact that you think it's and also the like, 
infrastructure that is in Canada that makes it so every single place is has it is amazing. Um, yeah. And I like then, your theory. I like your theory. I think I'm. Yeah. I think I'm, I'm. I subscribe to that theory. Definitely. <laughs> uh, the last one I'll say, black sesame ice cream. I'm a big Ooh. fan of that specific. And any any time it's so rare that anytime I see it, I'm like, God, I'm so sorry. I'm gonna have to, to uh -oh. Uh -oh. mix that. We're gonna have to go back. Uh, Eggs Benedict. Because any instead of black sesame ice cream. Yes. Any okay. diner. Oh, I have such big like. Um, after a show, going to a diner and being the most annoying high schoolers and getting breakfast at like two in the morning. Yes. And Eggs Benedict is, is that for me. And so um, Understood. I just think that's uh, that's uh, dear to my heart. This is interesting because I went ahead and to, to make it easier for myself, Eggs, Eggs Benedict is now actually in the number one position. So that fucks with the order of the MASH universe. And it's going to be what it's going to be. We'll see. Chaos. I'm an agent of chaos. <laughs> chaos uh, <for> me. <laughs> okay. Uh, next one, I would like to hear from you. Um, three. Well, I, let's see. Here, we have to say about this. Are there worlds or quests or battles or any kind of like scenario that you have not seen yet or have not seen done well in your opinion for video games? that we're going to be able to, that, like, you can oh. sort of launch um, at the snap of your finger. Is this a, a thing that I will, like, I will make into, like, a real video game or that I inhabit? What is the... Uh... It's the thing you make. That's the thing that, that you make. I'm not saying that's yeah. your job. I'm just saying you're responsible for this, this one of three video games cool. that you're like, I've actually always wished that there would be a video game about blah, blah, blah. Or, you know, I like Mist, but I would like for it to, you know what I mean? Yeah, like if there's I'm, something you feel like, oh, that could have been done better or I could improve upon that. That's very interesting. Yeah, I I, I mean, I've always, I have, uh, if I pull up a list, I could probably, but I'll, I'll try to speak from my heart because <laughs> I definitely have like a, I would never, I mean, yeah, again, that's a um, classic. I would never be able to answer my own question without a list. So the thing, the thing is, I'm sure there's also going to be like some like indie game that has actually like, like uh, uh, done this. And so I, 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 I know, I, but that's the internet. Of course, of Do you course. know what I mean? Like uh, that's, that's the internet. Um, uh, You know, to speak to the, to the Forks Washington of it all, a game that's just about like backpacking and map making that doesn't have <sighs> like an inherent threat of like, you're going to starve or like freeze to death. Or that, zombies. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. I, it's, it's specifically the the map making I find very interesting because, like, of course, the game itself has, like, a detailed rendering of the entire, every polygon in the world. But there's something about making your own map that I find mm. very cool that I wish more games do. And I love any game that is so complicated that you, like, have to take out, like, a, a pencil and paper and you're, like, actually taking yeah. real notes. And so any yes. game that, like, facilitates that um, yes. I think is very fun. I agree. Um, there's a um, do 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 a uh, and this is a, a thing that I have. It's one of those things that's like I don't have any time for, it, but maybe in the, in the head a billion years I'll make a uh, a party game that is a heist that is like something that you can like collaborate but also backstab <gasps> in. I, I find oh. very fun. Uh, and I, I think fun. I like this is a thing where I want video games to take from uh, tabletop games because like there's a ton mm -hmm. of that in like in like uh, oh, what's the one? It's like um, uh, 
fiasco, right? Like there's some card games yeah. and stuff like that that's about that, but I think uh, video games should take more of that. Love that. Um, and for the last one, Duct Tape Simulator. I, whatever that means. Whatever that means. <laughs> I love it. Oh, how satisfying. Okay. Um, speaking of satisfying, I am going to need to get some sort of romancy, yeah. sexy I tell times. You, I'm trying to remember if this happened after I listened to the podcast or before, but I I have such a clear memory. <laughs> I have such a clear memory in... Um, high school i think maybe it was a junior or a senior maybe it was a senior there was like a um show where um everyone was like in around so like it was one of those things where like people had to the, the actors were like in the i think it was like a thousand and one arabian nights and so for the way we were doing it um all the people were like in like at the front of the stage just like hanging out and then would like go into the play and then come back out but what that meant was that like during rehearsals everyone's just like there and like trying very hard not to talk loud enough that people can tell but you're like all you're yeah. all just like talking and yeah i remember these group of people these friends playing mash and like for this girl that i had a crush on and like they'd be like oh what about like this person this person and i was like Hi. i'm like what about if you put my wouldn't that be so funny <laughs> oh, <laughs> that'd be so wouldn't that be so yes. wild if there's <laughs> so, oh, no, no it doesn't yes. fuck it it doesn't mean it like, no it doesn't it's just <sighs> no, um, it'll happen. That's amazing, <laughs> right? Because this one also will will happen. Um, well, that absolutely is true. Uh, I again to uh, speak to the truth of how much I was into Harry Potter at the time. Um, I think uh, uh, the character Luna Lovegood oh, from sure. those books, which yeah. is very funny because it's like. She's like the weirdo character in a world full of like magic, which is like that says something <laughs> like you have to be like exceptionally weird to be like for someone to be like, like, oh, that girl's so weird for being like into this and that. And then it's like, meanwhile, it's like, bloop, bloop, bloop. <laughs> it's like, I'm going to. I couldn't agree more. And I think a lot of us relate to that. The idea of like, we all understand that these are all misfits on some level. But they do find their camaraderie there. So what happens if you still are sort of yeah. half connected to this reality, but half connected to a different reality? Yeah. Um, and I think, and I agree with you. I think that's really special. And for me, one of the like knowing Evie, who plays um, who plays Luna, and like that's a that's a real kind of joy to me because you know it's a real case of like. Oh, they really picked the right person yeah, for that. Yeah, You know, with the sense that it would ever extend outside of the universe itself. Yeah. She is genuinely, like, very concerned about the welfare of creatures who aren't human. And you know what I mean? Like, and yeah, this is like yeah. her heart. She wears her heart on her sleeve. Like, she's very special. Okay. Uh, Luna Lovegood. Um, Give me two more. Second one would be um, Amy Pond, which I think was the for the 11th Doctor, Doctor Who, played by mm. Karen Gillan. Yeah. Um, and that's, I think, half influenced by the fact that she has been such a hilarious person on in, in as a as just like as an actress and as a person. Um, yes. Another example. Another example of someone who fits so flawlessly into yeah. the fandom just being who she is. Um, Great. And then uh, I think the character... Alice from Twilight. I didn't mean to do so much Twilight talking, but it is true to to, to, to the time I spent. I guess um, you're not alone. You're not Alice alone. was like the like more 
more a little more punk vampire, but could also see into the future. I just thought mm. was was an interesting character. I remember thinking, yeah, um, but yeah. Again, the idea of like mysticism piled on mysticism of some mm. kind. Feels yeah, like, yeah, that is you know a hat. like oh, and you can see the future. Interesting, <laughs> gilding the lily, maybe, but I'm into it. Uh, great. Okay. Um, next one. Let's do three. Well, I'd love to hear three alternate universe careers since oh yeah some some it some is... zigs and zags and yeah your and yeah. Stuff so up. in many ways, I just got to. What if I, I just follow a zig and then see where that goes? Yeah, yeah. definitely. I mean, definitely author, and you know, and I have gotten the chance to to do occasional writing, and so that has has uh, like made a, a part of my inner child very happy. It's like, wow, someone yeah. wants to pay me to write a thing. That's yes. that's the thing. I did. <laughs> I had a very silly moment where like I was reading a, a lot of uh, Joan Didion at the time, and like all of her essays mm. are like it, it's like oh, like someone like these weren't just like. She just thought whole cloth. It was like there was like deadlines and like someone like from like a magazine was just like write something about this. And then she turns it into yeah. something great. And there was a um, someone reached out and was like, hey, do you want to like write this one essay for for like uh, it was for uh, tour.com. And they were like, do you want to write this? And in my head, I was like, oh, my God, it's like I'm like Joan Didion. Like I get to like write a thing that someone like asked me to. And then I sent an email and I was like, I would like to write about anime music videos. Uh, which is a phenomenon on YouTube where you take like a, a My Chemical Romance song and put it to like scenes of Naruto and like sure. And, and then I was like, maybe it's this, maybe not like John Deacon, maybe 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 something, <laughs> something, something different. Um, no, but, but I love your point because I would say that she's a really good example of someone who, when you when you step like when you're reading her, you're not really thinking about it unless she's talking about that aspect of it. And so yeah. you end up feeling like she's just so compelled to write about this thing that she can't possibly not write about. Yeah, um, yeah. that that's a get one of the gifts of her writing is that there's a sense of like, I mean, I just I'm it's a compulsion. I have to write about this this yeah. band that I'm da da da. And Which you're like, a, oh wait, um, that um, might have been an assignment or like you know. Yeah, it, it's a know. much cooler thought of the writing process than what I thought as a kid. Which is that like you know you you're you're in a, a beautiful cafe and every situation has to be perfect and then lightning no not even lightning right. strikes it just comes from your brain and onto yes. the paper and that's how that's how art works is that you just sit and think and then it happens as opposed to being inspired by the the world um agree second and that there can be revisions that it yeah that, that, yeah that, that totally the, revi the yeah, revision yeah, yeah. process that came to me so late like it was so hard for me to accept that art was you know, unless it was something I understood, like, yes, you have to practice to perform. You have to practice in yeah. that way. But like the idea of being like, yeah, I sit with something and there's like going to be, you know, three versions of this book before I even start to like it is crazy. I forgot to mention this I, very quick because my my high school stuff would, would uh, yell at me for not, not getting the chance to say this is that also when I was a junior in high school, I decided because I had spent so much of my time being like, telling people that I was going to write a book and then never actually doing it, I wrote a full thing without telling anybody. I told like one or two friends, but I didn't even tell them that I finished it. And so I then like self-published, which is of course just like very easy to do. It's sort of like making a custom t-shirt and like, yeah. And it, it like, I, I still have it on my I thought you just said that you never finished anything. No, well, I wouldn't. You're I, still I hiding it from me. To. We're still I, hiding it up until oh, yeah, just now. Yeah. Um, oh my it's God, like that's a, people. You folks can't see this, but that's a thick book. There's, there's words Unless it's here. one word per page. Yeah, that's small. That's small. There letters. is. There's um, but that's it's, a lot it's, of writing. 
Yeah, it, but it was also very funny because it was like, um, I I liked it. It was a good process, but I also remember very clearly like, um, um, it also was like a very performative bit. And like I remember going up to like a, a girl I liked at the time and being like, "Hey, whoa," <laughs> which is I'm holding up the book, which is like, I I think that's also one of the moments where I realized like why am I doing this? Because I, I think, I think like <laughs> half, half of it was for myself and then the other half right. was for other people. And I was like, the other half wasn't very fulfilling, was it? Huh? <laughs> to, to have spent like a year or so working on this thing, and which was a good lesson. But um, well, the, um, what's, what's interesting about that too is like, if I think about someone, for example, I mean, this would work both ways. If I were the author or if I were the recipient of this information, like... <laughs> You can both be completely dazzled and super impressed that this guy that you like perfectly well wrote a book and you your their respect for you could skyrocket and it still wouldn't necessarily result in like wanting to be smooched. And and you know what I mean? And like that's well, interesting because because it is extremely impressive and you know what I'm saying? But like yeah, it might not it, have the actual effect that you think it will. Totally. And there's also an aspect of like I said that. And then they were like, cool. And then I was like, well, bye. Like, I didn't have any anything to like then. It was hollow on my end also, right? To be yes, like, yes, bang. And then to be like, not even to be like, so do you want to, like, it was about this and this. And it's like this. And, and do you want to, and have yeah. you ever wanted to, or like any other form of a real human being conversation. <laughs> um, but those are the lessons you learn. Um, so anyway, second profession. Uh, oh, <laughs> I love it. Um. I'll say, I'll say, um, uh, yeah, punk musician. There's a, there's an alternate, all of that, like high school, uh, Jersey punk. I only ended up learning once I got to college and like retroactively like, realized that like, I had, you know, I like, I knew some people and I had some friends who like would, um, talk about like these bands, like, like, uh, level up and like, um, oh God, is, is it, uh. It's not maybe it's it's not Beach House, but like it's you know, all names are like it's like something yeah. like that. Um, but like that I realized like, oh, like that was actually happening. And I, I kind of missed that because I was too busy writing a book to try to impress a girl. Um, and then, so I, I think, mean, I, I want to know what your book is about. Don't think I don't want to know. It's like a uh, like magical realism. Like it's very Chuck Palahniuk in terms of like everyone says like, fuck and like it's like grim and dark but it's very superficially chuck Palahniuk. and then it's a lot of like rules like magic rules like these people can do these abilities these people can do these and then when you combine them it can do this and this and this and then that and that, and that. like i was big like uh yep. i loved that stuff world in... building yeah 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 um and uh so so it was that um and it's not did you publish not... under the name thomas I published yeah. under the name, uh, I did publish under Thomas, yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, okay. I did a hybrid name with uh, a friend of mine's last name. So it's Thomas Lumpiasi. Um, <laughs> okay. Um, Amazing. But, uh, I don't know why. Yeah. Oh, God. This is, yeah, that was a whole, <laughs> I'm just, <laughs> it's just, I really, I really, uh, yeah. Um, anyway. Um, yeah, punk rock. Yeah, I, I would be uh, uh, great. Uh, uh, nothing, nothing huge, but still playing basements in Jersey. Great. Um, and then third, third is uh, third is teacher, and I think that's um, 
that makes sense. Uh, and and could still, I still, I, in some ways, half of what I do I, or what I like to think I, I, I get to do. But um, just just to be a, yes. like a like a high school teacher, I think um, had so many great teachers that like um, yeah. uh, English teachers. I had a one social studies teacher who I remember we I got to like make a movie for the class and like gave me like gave me like a like like hundred note to my parents being like this is very uh, very good, which was very um, very heartening, and I think. Uh, you know, spent a lot of time. This is another thing, like in retrospect, it's like, oh, now I make a lot of little science videos and stuff like that and get to work and stuff like that. And that makes sense now. I spent all that time trying to, sure. to make stuff. So, uh, but, 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 but teacher, I would love to, I would love to be the one writing the hundred and the note to someone's parent to be like, this is very good. Yeah. Same, 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 same. All right. Second to last category, vacation homes, somewhere in the world, whether you've actually been there or not, and we can teleport you there. And again, when I say vacation, to me, that doesn't appeal. I want a place that's still like humming with some sort of activity, <laughs> even if it's rural activity. So, but three places you're gonna have a uh, second home. Mm. Have you heard of a place called Forks, Washington? I have. <laughs> I, listen, I I'm willing I'll to risk ahead. it to double up, even if I end right. up in, because <laughs> then I can be right. the real one and then the the fictional yeah, one. Exactly. Great. Ooh, and then um, that's when you go completely insane because you start to not be able to tell the difference. <laughs> Oh, let's write this down. Let's write this down. It's good. It's good. It's good. Um, um, da, 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 da. I will say. Now I have to think. I have to think outside the the tri-state area. Um, I'll say New Zealand, having never yeah. been, if only because it is on the opposite side of the world, and it would be cool to 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 jump and also. Um, Seems beautiful. Seems wonderful. It, it, yeah, I would love. I mean, I I've loved each time I've been to New Zealand, and I never thought that I would be able to say that I'd been there more than once. So, never say never. Um, I'll say, <laughs> I'll say Antarctica. Yeah, great. I, I I know the consequences of that, but I think uh, just to hop in anytime would be very fun. I I've been seeing a ton of uh, TikToks recently of people who work there, and they have videos where it's like. Um, it's like this is the last apple before we, um, or it's like the last orange before oh, yeah. they the, for like the next few months, and then they yes. go around to their coworkers and they give them like a slice of an orange, and they're like, oh, "Where did you get this?" <laughs> like, like, yeah. Um, so maybe I would, I That's would, definitely I would bring a real them, thing. I'll bring them. I'll bring over snacks. You, I surprising. come bearing gifts. Yeah. Wonderful. Okay, and then final category. Oh boy, final category. Um, I would like to do. This is sort of a catch-all, but. Either like a deep, you're, we're going to either give you that matrix like deep, down, you know, qu immediate download of a very rich and deep understanding of something in the science, uh, the sciences that maybe right oh. now for you is still something that you're like, I feel like I scratched the surface, but I know there's a lot more to understand about it or be yeah. excited about. But that could, but it could also apply to like solving a an age old mystery <laughs> or a crime or do you know what I mean? So it's like it's a it's like a puzzle solution, whether that's total and complete knowledge of something scientific or yeah, like total and complete knowledge of like, you know, a world yeah. mystery. I had absolutely the answers to this. Uh, first okay, one great. Is, first one is quantum physics. I am still convinced that one day I will come up with a metaphor that finally makes it click with me. Oh, I'm yes. presently still convinced it's such a, I want to, I want to crack that. I want to make the one day, um, 
one day someone will see in the podcast feed that the thing will be qu- if I ever do an episode it'll be called quantum physics finally god I can I can oh finally say oh my god I, I will listen to um, that so fast I won't be able to listen I to it fast to. enough because I also and need that I think that's I think it's possible so that one's possible the other one I would Great. love is <laughs> so funny I would love to um know for a fact uh whether an animal is conscious or not because I've gotten to a billion different debates with people about like what is what is this i would love to just know like it's like oh yeah they all are yeah 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 and they and then and then yeah rocks aren't um worms are squids squids weirdly they aren't but like uh (laughs) um, to have to have figured that out some way would be very cool yes 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 and then i don't know if this is different enough but to know everything about where ai is going would be very mm. cool because um you know i i have some hunches and, and i have opinions and thoughts but to just be able to reassure people that like x y or z will or won't happen and to mm-hmm. know where where all that technology is going and what we need to worry about what we don't need to worry about would be very would be very oh nice my god absolutely these are amazing. Now it's I, I have a sinking and feeling that like you're not going to get two of those. Where I feel like I need you to get all three. I need <laughs> you to get all three. It's tr- I'm troubled. Okay, um, give me a word that uh, descri- helps describe the feeling of maybe that feeling of kind of feeling like you're on the brink of understanding something better. Uh, sneeze. <laughs> Amazing. Like a sneeze that you're trying to hold in. Amazing. Okay. All right. Will you tell people what they can, where they can find you, what they can follow, who they can be? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure what I'm oh, saying. Oh, you can Words be any, anyone you put your, anyone, <laughs> anything you. you put your mind to, you can be. What a um, healthy use of a vamp. <laughs> uh, and that's my plug. No, uh, I'm, I'm Tom Lum. I'm Tom Lum person everywhere. Uh, not Lumperson. I've gotten that a few times uh People have said that it's, 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 so that's yeah. like what comes with the username. Um, yeah. But uh, I host the podcast uh, Let's Learn Everything on Maximum Fun. It is a comedy and science podcast uh, with my two wonderful co-hosts. Each episode, we learn about a science thing, answer a science question, but then also learn about like a random miscellaneous topic. So like we will learn about uh, carbon dating. We'll answer questions like which animal has the most bones. Uh, but then we'll always end with like uh, we've talked about Eurovision. Uh, we've learned about the history of fan fiction. Um, and so it's a good time. I'm a big fan. And it's also wonderful to be on the Maximum Fun Network. It's such a perfect podcast for this network. It's like very, very oh, satisfying thanks. that it exists and that you're doing it. All right. I This is great. I'm excited about this. Um, there's I a hope lot I going get three on. for three Forks Washington with, with the person also. <laughs> three for three Twilight. Let me tell you about that. Because my <laughs> friend, you have zero Forks Washingtons. <gasps> what? No, nope, I'm lying. I'm lying. Okay. I apologize. I thought I loaded the I apologize. dice. <laughs> I'm lying. I am lying. Author happens in Forks, Washington, by the way, in case I didn't clarify that. <laughs> to a degree, I was okay. lying. Although, right. I guess it's open to interpretation. First Breaking of all, I want, to, I want to congratulate you on this game that you have created for us all to enjoy that is uh, a video game, but it's it's much more, it's it's sort of bringing nature into the game itself with the sort of backpacking wow. and cam- uh, ma- camping, some map making, some serious map making. Um, that is very exciting. I think that also sort of speaks to the teacher in you, 
mm. um, oh. who is uh, inspiring Hungry Minds. Um, I I love that you like finish the semester and you're like, listen, that's a, I have a very social job. <laughs> And I will need to go to my <laughs> mansion in Antarctica. <laughs> oh gosh, what a combo! That's uh... <laughs> right next to McMurdo. Uh, oh, you've got a giant <laughs> mansion in Antarctica. Uh, um, I need some me time. Yeah, in my <laughs> yeah, that's that, that's getting about as sci-fi as it gets. Oh. Um, and and one thing that you can promise the good people, the good scientists of Antarctica, is that while they may <gasps> have that last orange slice for some time, while they may have that last <laughs> blueberry, they will never, while you're around, ever run out of eggs Benedict. Oh, you boy. will be providing oh. that I comfort don't... food in yeah. the cold and the slightly less cold oh. seasons. Oh boy, they, I should have, for their benefit, done like fruits and veggies, but no, I'm sure I don't think <laughs> Eggs Benedict. that. Eggs oh, Benedict. Do you have anything oh. less uh, heavy? No! <laughs> I have Eggs Benedict. Um, oh, okay, so gosh. we've got that. Uh, very, very, very thrilled that you have the, um, the opportunity to uh, have those kind of pinch me moments whenever you want with the great Freddie Mercury. Oh, um, you have access to. I'm, I'm. I like that you got the one that is a little more wish fulfillment because I fully yeah. believe it possible, and if not likely, that you'll end up being friends with with Tony Hawk and David. <laughs> so this this satisfies that in maybe a, a way yeah. that uh, real life can't. Um, so that's happening. Um, also able to jump into the Harry Potter world whenever you want. I guess nice. via the movies. I guess we're saying via the movies since that was a movie you would jump into. Um, but I didn't isolate you to one Harry Potter movie, so you really got like a lot more than um, I usually let people have because nice. <laughs> uh, there's different, very different vibes to those movies. So, um, so that's happening. And then uh, I want to thank you so much for sharing because I only, as you said, you will be sharing your complete and total understanding of quantum physics and the metaphors <laughs> or even just a single metaphor with which you are able to uh, explain it. And Guys, and, it's, it's and just a rubber duck a in a pool. Exactly. <laughs> oh, when he said it's like a rubber duck, everything <laughs> cracked wide open for me. And I finally got it. So I guess that leaves us with how, Janet, how, if I did not get Forks Washington and I did not get Forks Washington, how am I going to get a little twilight in my daily life? Maybe. And I'm going to tell you that you're bringing it. <laughs> Alice is bringing it to you. Yeah. So that visit, is who you have visit the your Collins with. In Forks. Absolutely. You somehow did manage to squeeze it in because, of course, she's going to take you back to Forks. Um, for some for some fun and adventure, uh, that is your one hundred percent guaranteed wow. mesh alternate universe life. It's really it's see a if you can, all you all it's very simple. All you have to do is make contact with that alternate universe tumblum, and you guys can switch back and forth whenever you want. Oh. All you have to do is get a Spidey verse like device. All I need and to do is figure golden. out that that quantum mechanics thing, and then everything yeah. comes from that. Yeah. What am I saying? Of course, that's a that's a no brainer. Um, thank you so much for doing the podcast. This was so fun. It's, it's a marks a very special uh, occasion for me. So. Thank you. And um, for me, it's very And well. I guess that's it. This will be my last episode. I'm not moving forward for the podcast. Oh. <laughs> that was that was the, the everything the came decision. full circle. Yeah, you wrapped it, wrapped it up. This is uh. it. This is it. The cat is alive and dead. It's uh, the end of the podcast. <laughs>
Um, everybody, uh, before I let Tom go, obviously I have to invite him to sing a snippet of Don Henley's Boys of Summer or any summer song that is uh, meaningful and says summer to you. What's that? What's the... Well, that's a song that uh, is called Boys of Summer and that you have no reason to know. Oh, yeah. I've never listened to you, the podcast yeah. or thought Again. about singing it many times. And on the road today, I saw a deadhead sticker on a Cadillac. A little voice inside my head said, don't look back. You can never look back. I thought I knew what love was. What did I know? Those days are gone forever. I should just let them go. But I can see you. Your basket's shining in the sun. You got the top pulled down and the radio on, baby. I can tell you my love for you will still be strong after the boys of summer have gone. <laughs> oh my god I just realized I think you're gonna have to be my last boy of summer I may have to hold your episode <gasps> for a minute because I don't know how I could ever that's like <laughs> for all of the reasons that we've already discussed in the podcast I think that has to you have to be my last one but luckily it's mid-august so I'll just put do you mind if I just pop the no, course, whatever the course, last two before yours in because I don't that's that's I'm, I'm not I don't want to come back from that um, it's a thing. That was it's amazing. A, again, one of those things that I was like, you know, when you're, I, 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 remember, I remember when you first did the voice of summer. I was like, oh, there's a chance, and I was like, that's that's ridiculous. That uh, would that would never. But I was like, I well, if I did, I could like play I guitar. I myself to think that you did not know that song. <laughs> where did, where did my brain go? <laughs> I'm such an idiot. Oh god. Oh, that was wonderful. Thank you, friend. Of course, thank you so much for having me. I have to say that this show is so wonderful. It it feels like a physical space to me every time I listen to it. And you know, sometimes sometimes take a break and then come back, and it's like uh, like smelling an old house, and you're like, oh, I know this space. Oh so my it's god! Been, uh, with me See, for a you bit have a perfect a metaphor place. for the JV Club. What's next? Quantum <laughs> physics. It's a clear next step. <laughs> this show is just like a rubber duck in a... Wait a second. Oh my gosh. Hold on. I'm Stop so everything. I gotta get off my bike. I gotta get off my bike. No more Gatorade. He's Stop. gone. Bye, Tom <laughs> Good luck. Everybody else, I'll talk to you next week on the podcast. <laughs> The show is recorded by me and edited by Julian Burrell. And as always, the JV Club theme song is Back Before We Were Brittle by the amazing Say Hi. Hey, remember when we could save kittens from trees? Maximum Fun. A worker-owned network. Of artist-owned shows. Supported. Directly. By you.